So, um, welcome back to the first ever repeat episode <laughs> of Laugh in the Time of Corona. I'm just checking that it's actually working on YouTube. Are you all here? Can you see us? Yep, yes. absolutely. Uh, yeah, perfect. So, uh, welcome uh, to uh, the, as I said, the first repeated episode of Life in the Time of Corona, where we get two of our favorite comics uh, come on the show, talk about what's going on. Uh, so, if you've just joined Lee Donahue, welcome. Daniel Kitts, welcome. Can you hear us well? Can you see us well? Just let us know because we've had some issues with the tech stuff uh, tonight. I am now really quiet, apparently, so let me speak up. It's working fine for everybody. Brian, welcome. Uh, Oliver O'Leary, welcome, says working fine. Perfect. Well, guys, we're going to actually do this. We're going to do it, baby. Right. Uh, and uh, do you want to introduce a guest, KK, or shall I? Uh, why don't I do it, since I'm already talking? So, yeah. uh, Ria Lina, who not only is a brilliant stand-up comedian, a, a regular host at Comedy Unleashed, she's also a virologist. She's an expert in viruses, guys. Are we? No one's excited about that. One. Just, <laughs> no one gives a shit. And the Why brilliant appropriate because we've been talking about coronavirus a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot that thing that's been somehow. happening. Yeah, I've been I've been indoors for the past few days. I'm not paying attention to what's going on. Yeah. Uh, well, and uh, the brilliant David Mills, who's just talked, uh, a terrific comedian again, a regular comedy unleashed. So we've got some dark humor on board. We're ready to go. We're ready to roll. Francis Foster, kick it off. Oh well, thank you very much for 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 tuning in, guys, to the very very first episode of Laugh in the Time of Corona. Uh, we have had some uh, little problems, little quirks, but we've ironed them out now, and we're going to have a brilliant first episode. So the first question we're always going to start off every episode is is uh, how has your self isolation been going? And we're going to take that to Ria. Well, I'm I'm not totally a self isolated because I live with five people, two cats and two guinea pigs. So there's, you know, there's a lot going on. You can't, there's no privacy. There's, there's, you know, uh, now we have to have a rota for the bathroom. We all have to, you know, we don't always wear clothes, but that's fine. We're all related. So that's not an issue. Like if you were, if you were once inside somebody else in the household, then you're allowed to see each other naked. That's our rule. So okay. you're not allowed to see anyone naked then presumably. Based I'm on the only logic. person. Well, I'm the I'm the only. I've ever, yeah, but yeah, right. They all get to see me naked. And <laughs> I mean, I am making some assumptions about your sex life. I am yes. making some assumptions about your sex life when I say that. But yeah, I am married with three kids. What sex life? <laughs> yes, what exactly. sex life? Okay, and going over to David, uh, a man who looks like he uh, enjoys a a hearty sex life. I don't know why I said that. That's weird. Doesn't matter. Listen, no, I'm happy with that. I want people to think that. If that's what I'm putting out there, that's a good thing. That's I a good think thing. you're sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I want to draw those people to me who who believe that. So, uh, but that's the problem about being indoors. You know, the, the only person I can have sex with is my partner, and I mean that's that's unusual for me. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> that's, uh, that's very that's very dark. It's a very dark road. That idea. Um, no, we're surviving. We're, we're, I think I, I, I have this sense that he's, he's, you know, plotting how to kill me. Uh, <laughs> he's gone very quiet the past few days. That's never a good thing. So, um, anyway, I'm staying out of his way as much as possible. Does your but, food yeah. taste funny? <laughs> yeah, but he cooks, so it's always tasted funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So at least it's consistent. It's absolutely consistent. Yeah. No, right, we're, then... we're surviving. 
Well, that's good. Well, let me get into a serious question. Matthew G in the chat says, I am starting to feel angry with the way China dealt with this in the first six weeks of the outbreak. They could have contained the outbreak, but tried to cover it up. What do you guys make of this whole thing about China covering it up? Because, I mean, that ostensibly is what happened. The doctor who uh, first revealed it, um, he uh, miraculously found himself dead within a couple of weeks, um, uh, which is, seems to be the Chinese way of dealing with things. What do you guys think about the Chinese possibly covering this up? I think there's two things to consider there. I think that while it was clear there was some kind of media cover-up, I don't think that that necessarily means that there was a medical uh, laziness in trying to get on top of this. I think they knew something was happening, but what they didn't want was information going out that they weren't in control of while they tried to figure out what was going on. So just because there was a media cover-up doesn't necessarily mean that they just did what maybe Boris did, which is go, ah, whatever, let's just stay open. Oh, maybe, maybe, should we, sh should we, sh should we, should we shut this? Oh, I don't know, but the markets. So I don't think it's totally for us in the UK to start throwing stones at that glass house, given how we've handled the actual medical lockdown uh, versus yeah. how the Chinese have handled their media lockdown. I mean, I, if I could jump in, I would say, you know, the one thing that the Chinese are really good at is mobilizing people, right? They've got a lot of people and they can mobilize them really quickly to build like hospitals in a day and mm -hmm. shut down a whole city and all this sort of stuff. So I agree with, with Ria, like they're not particularly good at managing the message. Of course, they always try and manage the message and they don't understand transparency and the value of transparency and how actually that could have gotten them out ahead of things much more effectively. Um, but that's because they're so scared that the people will rise up because in fact, it's actually quite a fragile regime without their you know, authoritarian control. Uh, so yeah, you know, they didn't manage the message well but they certainly could mobilize the situation so that once it got out, they were able to manage it and get it under control pretty quickly, certainly in comparison to us. Well, and just, Rhea, yeah, sorry, Francis, go for it. I was gonna say, so Rhea, you're actually a virologist, so you're an expert in these matters. I, uh, yeah, well, so, again, but to be clear, there's two, there's two areas of expertise right now. There's virology, but there's epidemiology, and those are two different areas of science. Virology is understanding the science of it, it's understanding what a virus is, understanding some of the science and the medical uh, and uh, behaviors behind it. But epidemiology is the understanding of how it spreads through populations and understanding how mm. society works. And, and it's the epidemiologists that are the ones that are tracking down every case that mm -hmm. remember at the beginning where they they found the super spreader and then he came over and then they tried to track everyone he'd been in contact with that's the that's the job of epidemiology and and i think it's important to understand that uh they are the ones that are going to give us a lot of uh, they're the ones that are doing all of the predictions. They're the ones that are telling us how far ahead behind we are. And it's the virologists that are trying to work on the vaccines and are trying to understand the immune response so that we can better improve our testing. Um, and then it's the doctors and the NHS and, and, and the healthcare system that's going to just pro provide the support we need as and when people are affected by this. Uh, uh, the other thing, Francis, just to say, um, you know, definitely Rhea's a virologist, but let's not forget, we might not be experts, but we're comedians. Mm. So we can talk about whatever the fuck we want, right? And make <laughs> it sound like we're that's experts. True. You know, we, you know, that doesn't matter. We're good matter. with words. We are yeah, good we with have words. opinions. It doesn't matter if we're, we're experts, we have opinions. That's the important uh, thing. Absolutely. And we've got access to a Facebook account in which we can make our opinions heard to <laughs> roughly around 37 people. Yes, on a good day.
Well, we're making our opinions heard to over 100 people already uh, in the five minutes we've been going. Uh, and guys, if you're watching, uh, please hit the like button. We're still getting trolled by those idiots from last week who are downvoting videos just for the sake of it. So if you're enjoying the show, please hit the upvote. And if you're new here, hit the subscribe button. It's good to have you uh, on the show. So, Francis, you wanted to ask some more questions of our brilliant guests. I did. So what's the best and worst thing about self-isolation? Rhea, go first. The best thing is how much I'm saving on laundry detergent because I am pretty much wearing the same outfit for three, four days in a row. Uh, I mean, changing the important bits, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I don't need to change a sweatshirt more than once if it hasn't even been outside. And uh, the worst thing is, uh, well, you know how they say you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family? <laughs> I... You know, one of the, you know, I, I may have made people, you know, you can make children that look like you, but they don't necessarily think like you or uh, like you. And that's, that's what I'm beginning to discover. But, but in my case, I'm mixed race. Half my kids don't even look like me. So that's so, a real part. So, yeah, but that means they're easier to disown. What? Surely. Oh, well, I've told them all that they're adopted, and so they're constantly looking for that extra approval. Yeah. Um, you know, that like, what, do you still want me? Um, <laughs> I mean, can't you just have competitions where they compete for mommy's love? Turn it into make it a little bit of make Francis, it competitive. not every yeah. household has to be like yours, mate. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, the, the, then and the he was an only is, child. Yeah, yeah exactly. I and I still that, lost I, the fucking competition. Anyway, I mean, the terrible thing is with those kids or their teenagers, they'd all go, listen, I'm not going to compete for that. Fuck it. I don't need it. That's the last thing they want is their mother's love. <laughs> oh, this is true. I have been shut out of every bedroom in this house. In the last four days, I've had every door slammed in my face. Go away! Today, this morning, my daughter slammed the door on me because I dared to interrupt her while she was doing her homework. That's how much times have moved on, is that my 15-year-old mm. was furious with me for coming in and giving her a kiss while she was working. Wow. You can't break the focus. That's the problem. And the cats are coping, Maria? The cats are great. They're the cats started fighting with each other, but they get to go out on the scaffolding, which the rest of us so far <laughs> haven't. But you know what? I'm getting to the point where I'm going to go out on the scaffolding myself just for a bit of sunlight because we're surrounded. We're in, our building's been surrounded by scaffolding since October. And then for some reason, they all the scaffolders have fucked off and left us in darkness. And of course, that's going to be the next three months of our lives. So I might be crawling out there for a bit of bit of sun. All right, David, what about you, mate? Uh, well, let's see. What is the best thing? You know, I, I want to also talk about a little bit like what uh, Francis was talking about with the, the China thing. The, I guess the best thing is my partner who I live with is Taiwanese, right? So we are in a particularly anti-Chinese household. Right? Ah. Because of course, there's a huge... And here, he pointed something out that was really interesting. You know, China recently has been saying, oh, another day with no transmissions, no transmissions. China's had no transmissions. Meanwhile, Taiwan has had transmissions and Hong Kong have had transmissions. So are Hong Kong and Taiwan part of China or not? Right. Exactly. Right? Very good. Exactly. So all the Taiwanese are like, you're right. Fine. You've had no transmissions. Fuck off, China. You're not part of us. We are an independent country. So it's a really interesting moment. That's, mm. I think that is the best thing. He's like super plugged into the sort of Taiwanese underground and all that information going on there. So um, I'm hearing a whole lot of different different news and different stories about the whole Chinese approach to this moment. That's a good thing. 
Um, the bad thing is that I'm hearing a lot from him about everything, actually. I guess <laughs> he, won't, he won't shut up, essentially. And um, so, so I, I, yeah, it's a lot. So the best way with my partner. I'll spend time with him. He sounds great. So can we swap? Could we swap partners for a bit? That's not allowed, is it? Let me I see him. Mine? <laughs> my husband is allergies butt double, so. What? Hang on. That yeah. sounds interesting. I, I, that, I don't yeah. hate that idea. So what you're I saying is we have to see his butt in order yeah. to evaluate I'm, him. I I'm see. Just saying it, you're saying it is is we a, probably have seen his butt. You mm. have many times. It's a TV worthy butt. So it, when Ali G first came out at the end of the 90s, 99, 2000, in his show, he started off, and you can Google this on, on YouTube afterwards if you look at some of the early uh, shows. The opening credits, he's standing naked in a spotlight, and then his yellow tracksuit flies on him, and he does some kung fu, and then he turns around and rolls a joint with one hand. Um, so all the naked stuff and the kung fu, that's my husband. Yeah, but that was 20 years ago. How's that looking now? He's a kung fu master. The man is fine okay. for his 60 years. He is silver okay. fox in it. He and okay. I next to each other, we could have a breakfast TV show. Yeah. And I if like you're it. lucky, he's gay. So <laughs> if we're all lucky. If we're all lucky. Right. Well, you know, I find I find that most men go there in their later years anyway. Do you take them there? Are you leading them no, right no, there by the hand? No, no, no. I find that a lot of straight men go there in their late years anyway. I mean, Francis and Constantine, it's, it's something you guys have to look forward to. Oh, absolutely. I mean... The, the, Most of our fans think Francis is gay anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And not, just, fine. not just your fans. <laughs> <laughs> Even the people who hate you think Francis is gay. <laughs> yeah. mm. The entire gay community think I'm gay. Yeah. But, but so what's the thing you miss about your old life, guys? Let's go to David. What's the thing you miss the most about... Life, life before Corona, not your previous undercover life. That is. Yes, yes. Um, what's the thing? I, you know, I actually had a lot of travel booked, and I was going to go back to the states. I was going to see my family. I was going to hang out on the West Coast in California. I was, uh, I was going to New York as well, and that's all out the window now. So I, I'm, I'm anxious to get the fuck out of London and get the fuck away. You know, my boyfriend and I do really well when we're apart from each other. So we, we need <laughs> some time apart. Um, so I guess, I guess that'll come back. I hope that comes back, but I was really looking forward to that. So that's, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sad that that's not, Coming but, anytime soon. Francis, but, your oh, forehead is cut off again, mate. So oh, just, sorry. Uh, sorry, apologies. It's because I was leaning in because I wanted to, I was going to make a point. But I think everybody in this situation is going to realize they don't love their partners as much as they thought they did. Mm, Look how I happy he right. is about it as well. He's like, everybody's just going to destroy love. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm thrilled and I'm overjoyed. Rhea, what's the one thing that you miss most? You know what? Nothing yet. I spend so much time travel. Nothing. Well, I spend so much time traveling for work, and and every weekend, you know, from January to June was booked in different places. I think I'm actually going to enjoy staying home for a while. I'm going to enjoy staying home for a while, and then I'm sure I'm going to get cabin fever. But yeah. at the moment, no, I would at the moment because I live right in the middle of London, like in the the eye of the storm. So every night I've been going out and just walking two or three miles and just hit, you know, out to St. Paul's or down to the Parliament Square or it just, just cute, just, and you'd see nobody. Like you're never going to get to see London like this again. And until right. they actually lock us in our houses and board it over like China did, I'm going to, I'm going to head out. And it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. You can breathe for once because there's so little traffic, so little congestion. There's no stupid tourists taking <laughs> pictures of the wrong thing. So um, at the moment, I'm, 
I'm actually enjoying the status quo. And I find it, I think it's quite exciting. I think it's quite exciting what's going forward. I mean, that whole thing about Taiwan and, and Hong Kong, that is how they're going to get their independence, is they're going to keep one person sick with COVID-19. <laughs> yes. Uh, and yes. just go, come idea. and get us, China. We got yeah. we got someone ready to transmit. Yeah. Wow. No, no, yeah. Now then um, how about that for an image? So uh, we're going to do some true and false, guys. Uh, we're hmm. going to give you some true or uh, some myths around uh, the COVID-19. Uh, now, one of these myths is true, and the other four have been made up. So one of these myths is true. Wait, it's a, a real myth, myth is true. So you yeah. found a true myth. Uh, as in a sense That's that it's a myth that people are actually talking about and believing in. And the rest of the, the other four are ones that I made up myself. Oh, right, right, right. Three. But they're okay. all myths. Sorry, I missed the beginning of that because I needed to plug in the laptop and the cat wanted to pee. Okay, <laughs> that's, fair. that's fair enough. The cat needs to pee. Right, so these don't are... Don't we all. Don't we all. These are five myths or okay. rumours, okay. you know, fallacies that have been, uh, that have been uh, basically created around COVID-19. Now, okay. four of them have been created by me. But one of them is actually true. You've got to find out which one is the piece of nonsense that is actually circulating in the world. Okay. So none all, of them are true. None Hold of on. them are true. Are they yeah, all, none of them are yeah. true, but there's well, one. Well, one is actually being believed yeah. by people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. One, okay. Right. one you found on the internet and four you made up yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. I got it. I love the way that we're having to explain the game to ourselves here. This is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So the first one, rumor number one, Italy, oh, sorry, not Italy, India believe consuming cow dung and urine can cure Corona. That's myth number one. Might be an mm. idea to write this down if you want. India hmm. believe consuming cow dung and, and urine can cure corona. Hmm. Myth number two. In Brazil, they believe wearing condoms means you're likely to get corona as you're less of a man for wearing protection. <laughs> you made that up, man. That, <laughs> that is definitely a Francis made up. Myth number three. A man in Birmingham, Alabama was arrested by police for shooting his gun in the air randomly. When asked why, he said, ain't no goddamn virus going to get me. That's not a myth. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, that shit happens that's all the time. That's a Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. yeah Wednesday. Exactly. All right. Uh, number four. There's a rumor in South London that as long as you have six Jaeger bombs whilst you're feeling feverish, you'll be able to walk it off in no time. <laughs> And the last myth is in Lithuania, they believe that contracting Corona shows that you're that you are a weak man, and the hashtag "Real Men Don't Get Corona" is trending. Mate, that so trust me, that is just true. It's not yeah. even a myth. Yeah. Believe me. Yeah. So. And I agree with it, frankly. Yeah. If you get you get coronavirus, you're probably weak. Okay. So just to recap, number one is India believes consuming cow dung and urine can cure Corona. Number two, in Brazil, they believe wearing condoms means you're likely to get it as you're less of a man. Number three, a man in Birmingham, Alabama, was arrested by police for shooting his gun in the air. And uh, number four, there's a rumor in South London that as long as you have six Jaeger bombs, you'll be able to walk it off. And in Lithuania, they believe contracting corona shows that you're a weak man and that the hashtag real men don't get corona is trending. Right. Over to you, Ria. What do you think is real? Which would you think are false? Well, I'm torn. On the one hand, I'm inclined to go with the India one because 
that that just makes so much sense to to drink sacred piss uh, and cure yourself of, of and I'm sure they do it for all sorts of things, not just Corona. But then on the other hand, I'm wondering how much is that getting out into the into the suburbs of India where they may not even know about COVID-19 yet. But you've got three of five. They're all about manliness. Yes. <laughs> Three of five are about manliness. And and as we all know, masculinity is toxic in itself. <laughs> <laughs> so number number three about the American, as we've already discussed, that's that's they're shooting their guns in the air all the time. So I'm not gonna take the reason being COVID nineteen over any other reason that they gave. I'm gonna stick with one. I quite like it. I quite like the idea of uh of uh of Master Chef you know, Master Chef 2020 in having some nice cow dung and piss, you know, offering. Okay, lovely. So you're saying that number one, Rhea. Yeah. David, o- over to you. Well, I'm, I'm intrigued by Rhea's response. I mean, I guess essentially Rhea's been looking for an opportunity to have some cow dung and piss. And this is finally, it's finally <laughs> happened. It's my moment. It, this is your moment. Can I just um, remind I, you I have a 25-year-old and I look like this, so I'm obviously eating and drinking yeah, something. Yeah, it's working. Right. Whatever, it's, it's working, working for me. It's working um, for me. The other thing is that I also noticed that there was a lot about manliness in this, and it makes me suspicious of those myths because we all know that Francis is obsessed with manliness <laughs> and it's a huge issue. Masculinity is a real struggle and an issue and part of your thing. I get it, you know, I get that that's part of your thing. So I, and I also agree that the um, American one sounds like something that um, a Brit would say about an American, right? You know, that's like a joke. That's that common joke about Americans. Of course, I make that joke too, but um, it's too better. I think it's too bad. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm also going to go with the India one because I think, like Rhea, I think that uh, your attempts to come up with myths have failed. <laughs> and I, think, oh. I, think, I think that Rhea and I and all our listeners probably can mm-hmm. see through your charade, Francis, <laughs> and really you wanted us to you know, talk about your masculinity. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to play that game. Okay. And so, finally, if our viewers are wondering why we've decided to get two guests on the show is so I don't have to roast Francis myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also agree with Ria. I think it's number one is the real one. Number one is the real one. Constantine, which one do you think? Uh, remind me number four. Number four. Uh, South the- London, Jaeger bombs. Yeah, that's definitely, that's bullshit. The Lithuania's one is bullshit. The condom one is bullshit. What was the third one? It was Birmingham, Alabama. Man was arrested by Yeah, that's bullshit. It's got to be the cows. Yeah, it is the cows. Well done, everybody. (laughs) Well done, everybody. Hey, guys, uh, we've got a a breaking news. Um, All right. uh, At 8.30, Boris Johnson is going to address the nation. Yes, I knew this. Uh, Yes, and do you think we're going into lockdown? That's the real question. Well, I just saw a picture. Someone yesterday was cycling through London and there was a farmer's market going on and they took a picture of it. I mean, there's still an awful lot of congregation. Yeah, there's still a lot of congregation going on. So Mm. it's entirely possible. As I said earlier, I really hope the lockdown is not, you can't leave your house after six because who's on, there's another country that's on a lockdown from six till six. Can't remember which one it is Uh, because I like my walks. But if, if we have to do it for the sake of 
I mean, you've got to remember every anyone listening that I'm sure everyone on listening to this is perfectly sensible, but <laughs> but but you have to remember that every time you decide to go out and congregate, it could be your life that the doctors have to decide whether or not to save if it comes down to you and one other person. If you're in, mm. if you're in, and that's what you're avoid. That's what I want to avoid. I want to avoid being that person stuck behind a mask or being intubated, listening to doctors go. But should we save her? Or should we save the other one? The other yeah, one. She's really old. Yeah, she's old. She's already eight children. <laughs> Daughter Jean. Yeah, she's, she's, she's way past her peak. This one. Why? She's why a, keep that why one? That her. one's young and yeah. pretty with tits. <laughs> I think. I think you know. Boris has at every step of the way resisted this, mm. resisted, and I think he will continue to resist. And he's built it up as this big thing because they announced this earlier, and it or there was there was uh, rumors that this was coming at eight thirty, and. Um, you know, we've heard this again and again and again, and he just resists it. I don't know what the rationale is to resist it, but I'll bet he once again comes out, bangs his fist on the podium and says, stay indoors, you've got to stay indoors, but doesn't make it a, a, a formal shutdown. I, yeah. think, I think he wants to be liked. This is it. He he didn't get into politics for the good of the people. He got into politics for because he's hoping that in 50 years, the next prime minister writes a book about him the way he wrote a book about Churchill. That's what he's yeah. in it for. So he's desperately yeah. trying to cling on to his likability here, which is not going to work if he keeps putting himself up next to Rishi. Rishi's coming across as a great statesman, isn't he? Mm. He comes out there, yeah. he gives us the information, he has a lovely little clippable message, you know, memeable message. We're all in it together. We do this for all of us. And he um, gives us money. And he gives us money. And then the worst comes out. On that very subject, I just have to point out that we clearly have a stream full of northerners because we haven't got a single super chat so far, Francis, which is very no. unusual. I think it people are just, are just stunned by the fact that we've got two guests on. And uh, the, they don't want maybe, you to share the money. Either that or they just don't have any money anymore because they've all lost their jobs. <laughs> In which case, uh, this entertainment is yours to have and to enjoy for free but we uh, we have a question or rather a point from uh, one of our youtube members stephen maudsley who says the british public have shown they have no respect for various police forces what's the bet people clash with the police out of stubbornness a lockdown won't do anything but stretch the police further do you reckon we're going to have another another set of riots yes <laughs> yeah, we are. We are the we toilet paper are. riots. The toilet yes, paper where people well, go, David, go. Why are we going to have riots? Because we're going to have people showing up at hospitals with guns and knives and saying, "My partner, my wife, my mother needs to be seen and needs to be seen now." It's just, and that's going to happen in major, in a major way in the U.S. But I think it's going to happen here too. And I think people are, you know, it's going to turn real violent and scary real quick. Wow. Okay. What do you think, Ria? What was the question? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Before before you answer the question, you no longer remember. We've got a super chat. The first one from John Bork with the two pounds says, "Message retracted." He's self censoring already. Oh. Yeah. And that's what we want. We want people <laughs> to self censor. That's what, what the show is about. What's Absolutely. his surname? Bork. Bork. Like... Bork. No, just. Oh, Bork. Bork. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Borg, like in Star Trek. I thought that's no. a great name. No, no. John is a, is a regular supporter of the show. Uh, but the question was, Ria, do you think we're going to have riots? Yes. I think, <laughs> it, 
I think in certain places, in some way, shape, or form, there will be some kind of uprising, whether it's because of how long we've been inside and everyone has cabin fever, whether mm. whether the food banks aren't, you know, there's a lot of people that need the food banks, and if those aren't going to be serviced properly, then that's then that also could lead to to riots. I think that uh, if this isn't handled better than it has been so far, yeah, we could see we could see something. All okay. right. Or Campbell uh, with 300 with uh, another two pounds says there's a lack of super chats because Yanks are cringe. That's really not nice. <laughs> oh. That is so not nice. Can Today, I just point out that I was born here. I am as British as you, if not more so, because I used all of that education that was available to me for free before they made you pay for it. Well, there you go. Perfect. Well, uh, I've got... We've got one last game before we go off, which is to match the quote to the celebrity, right? So, uh, because we've had a celebrity saying a lot of very, very silly things. So the first quote is, it's a virus, I don't get it, I respect it, like, yeah, people are going to die, which is terrible, but inevitable. That's me. <laughs> It's a celebrity concert in it. Oh, boom! Yeah. Destroyed. Yes. Um, just just because Yanks or whatever we whatever cringe. the word cringe, cringe. cringe. Yanks are cringe. cringe. Have cringe. you limited these celebrities to UK celebrities, or is this? No, no. These are global celebrities. In fact, this is quite a big name celebrity. Kanye. Especially... No, no. Uh -huh. It's a good attempt. Anybody else? I think it's um. Who is it? It's someone from Blue. From Blue, Jesus Christ, we're going back a few years here, David. No, no, it's not, not someone from Blue. I don't know. Um, it's like... is, it, is, it, is it the SAS prick? No. Oh, wow, that's a surprise. It's Vanessa Hudgens, everybody. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah. No, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah Vanessa yeah, yeah. Hudgens. She's we like, played the clip on the stream a while ago, and I still couldn't remember. Yeah, it's a virus. I, I get it. I respect it. Like, yeah, but people are going to die, which is terrible. <laughs> I respect it. How do you respect it? I respect <laughs> I respect that you want to invade my You know what? I, I, this is when I agree with your, your contributor. Americans are cringe. I think <laughs> yes. Sorry. Because at trigonometry, really, no, we respect everything, regardless of yes. race, gender, or, in fact, whether you are a human being or a virus. Unless you're a yank, then you're cringe. Yeah, yes. But, you know, everything <laughs> has limits. Next, this is a very contagious virus. It's incredible. But it's something we have tremendous control of. Trump! Donald Trump. Trump that has got to be Trump. <laughs> yeah, it's Trump, baby. Absolutely. That is Trump. Uh, some people value their lives over freedom. Some people value freedom over their lives. We all make our choices with love and respect. That's me again. No. Uh, who is that? Doesn't I, give, really... give us a hint. Give us no, a hint. I'm sorry. What does it even mean? Like, I can't even. What the... That's like a nothingness. It's like a fridge magnet that you print and sell in a tourist shop. Some people value their lives over freedom. I, it, someone value right freedom wing. Over their someone lives. super right wing. Yeah, someone super right. It's an actress. Oh, I was going to say... There are no um, super right-wing actresses. No, but it, um, it does sound like an activist. Certainly none that are working, that's for sure. <laughs> 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 
Uh, right, we'll come back to that. And uh, we've got my favourite one. Right, is... Michael Johnson says France's mum. Yeah. A very right wing woman. Yeah. Uh, also, we got another super chat from Campbell 300, which I can't read out, yeah. but he basically acknowledges that David acknowledged. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. Right, and the last one is the words, it's just a bit of flu, mate. Oh, I know this. Oh, it's just a bit of flu. And I'll give you a clue. He's not a fucking celebrity. But Here's I'm never going to. Here's Morgan. No? David? Constantine. Yes, yes, that one actually. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is me two weeks ago. Uh, exactly. It's just a bit of flu, mate. Ooh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. But guys, um. I'm Wait, that, that other quote, the live and freedom. The actor. The actress. Yeah. Actress, I can't I, find it. I've wrote it down somewhere and I can't find it anymore. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Can I guess, though, that. Yes, yeah, right, yeah. Okay, so my guess is that that actress weighs less than 55 kilos. Can that be my guess? <laughs> kind of quote that one of them skinny actressy model y ones would have said. Yeah, she's well, she's an actress, right? So, of course, yeah. she weighs less than that. You know, she wants to work, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Which well, is all you, true. Yeah, and now that Weinstein's locked up, you know, you got to go well, on. Well, do you progress? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. By the way, he got COVID-19. He tested yes, positive he did. in prison. Yes, yeah. yes, but he did. Did he give consent to COVID-19? Now, there's a big question. <laughs> 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 but uh, that's unfortunately where we're going to have to wrap it up, guys, because uh, we're going to do a short one today. But thank you so much for taking part. Rialina, if people want to follow you, if people want to find you on the interweb, how can they do that? Uh, they just need to search my name, Rialina, which is R-I-A and then L-I-N-A. I've got a YouTube channel or on any of the other socials. One of them, you know, I'm a social media whore. I'm on them all, except for Snapchat, because that's weird. Um, for children. Yeah. And well, David, yeah. how do people uh, find you? Uh, You've got I'm a podcast, on, which is brilliant. I've got a podcast, but uh, find me on Twitter or Instagram at David Mills, D-E-P-T, like David Mills Department. Uh, and then my podcast is called Focus People with David Mills. And that's uh, we have guests on that. A lot of comedians and others come on that for a bit of uh, chit-chat and conversation. And, um, yeah, you can find me that way. And then I was scheduled to be uh, on the show at um, Comedy Unleashed in April, but... Hopefully, I'll be back in the autumn. All right. Well, uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. We will be putting out these recordings as a podcast as well. So this was the first laugh in a time of corona. There will be more. Uh, they will be longer as well. Uh, and uh, we will see you uh, tomorrow. Oh, cool announcement. Tomorrow, we're doing a live stream with Sargon of Akkad. Some red meat <laughs> for the... For the for the right wing uh, base that we keep being told that we have, so that will be tomorrow night, and we'll be doing more of these laughs in the time of Corona as well. So thanks very much for watching. Thank you for the super chats. We've now got about twenty five p each from this stream. Uh, so uh, we will see you uh, very very soon. And uh, now I need to work out how to stop streaming in this new system that we've <laughs> we worked out. This is going to be a perpetual stream. We're all just going to carry on with our lives. Yeah while it streams. All right, guys, take care, everybody. I've worked it out and we'll see you soon. Before you go, consider joining our exclusive member feed. As a member, you'll get ad-free and extended interviews. Click the membership link in the podcast description or find the exclusive episodes link on your podcast listening app to join us.